Hi, my name is Will Bales. I'm from Team Hypershock, and this is Robocast. My name is Sam Elliott 64 and welcome back to the Robocast with myself, Steve the American Killjoy, and World of Woodrow, and of course, the ever flashy and classy and whatever else you want to rhyme with assy, I guess, <laughs> Will Bales. <laughs> That's staying How's it in. Going? That's staying in. Be assy. What a start. <laughs> <laughs> Will, I think the last time we spoke to you was for the Lockjaw fight last year, and since then, yeah. Hypertox's kind of gained a little bit of a reputation as a... As a a serious threat in BattleBots. Not that it wasn't yeah. before. It's the most destructive it... robot at the minute. I know. Yeah. We we had a solid run. Uh, yeah. we, everything kind of figured itself out. We we did a great job in the uh, Sin City Slugfest. Um, we got decently far in um, in Golden Bolt. Uh, Alex, my wife, drove for um, the Remars event and she won. Uh, so yeah, we're feeling pretty darn good. Yeah, Hypershock, a decorated robot. Who would have thought it? I know three <laughs> bolts. I was gonna say you have the most bolts out of any competitor in the field. Yeah. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. It's so much hardware. Yeah, <laughs> it's great, but but it's very weird. Do you have all three of them, or do you like spread them out across the team? Uh, oh, they're all in the shop. So we have them like okay. um, on the the top of a of a wall. They're all sitting there with like a giant Pikachu plush right next to them. Yeah, <laughs> nice. They're waiting for nuts to be screwed onto them. They're waiting. <laughs> oh, we'd love it. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. would. Um. Before we kind of crack on with this episode and the listener questions about Hypershock for this week, I'm going to bring our attention back a couple of weeks to your first fight of the season. <laughs> yeah. And the first fight of, of filming. The first fight yes. of filming and the birth of Hyperblaze. Um, ah, yes. Talk us through that fight a little bit. I mean, obviously, we saw the results. It ended in a defeat for yourselves, but it was. It seemed like you were giving as good as you got until you got stuck upside down. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so going into this season, as everyone's uh, reviewed at this point, we all knew what our fights were going in. So we said, all right, cool. Who are we going to fight? Um, let's try to avoid Sawblaze and Endgame. Well, who do we get? <laughs> um, Oops. Sawblaze for the last couple of years has been my choice for, uh, you know, giant nut winner. Uh, I, he, he, it, it's his time. Uh, and Sawblaze, the, the weapon style, the driving style, to me, seems the scariest. So... Of course, it's our first fight. Um, and yeah, like you said, it was the first fight of the, the tournament, uh, first fight of filming, uh, although it wasn't aired that way. Um, and it was a it was a rare circumstance where Hypershock was ready early. And that was actually a theme throughout the event, uh, which was a nice change of pace. It was a relatively, all things considered, a low-key, low-stress event, which was we very think nice. We, we prefer this to the, uh, the usual... It's building on site time or <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we were definitely building on site but we were building number three and yeah. we were building you know half of number four on site it was it was a very different dynamic so going into this fight we said okay we need as much top armor as we can so we swapped out the the double discs um we normally have inch and a quarter so we ran one inch thick um hoping they wouldn't break and uh, putting extra top armor on and of course sobles hits the bottom <laughs> yeah, um, you, did, you did self wrong a little bit. You did self wrong. Yeah, um, one of the things we're starting to realize, and even just now watching these fights uh, in retrospect, 
Um, last this year, we moved the horns a little bit forward, mm. and the the idea was to add stability, uh, make it um, more stable upside down, make it more maneuverable upside down when we do get upside down. But what that did was make it harder to get back over. Is what we're realizing now, and it, we didn't realize it throughout filming. So you'll see me struggle, um, you know, like in the whip, whiplash fight uh, this week, um, you know. <laughs> frantically trying to flip the thing over yeah with i think success. i recall alex like in your ear like kind of like telling you what to do and like how to get it back over but it's just yeah. not happening yeah well that was another thing that was wrong about the sobley's fight was at this point we hadn't um enlisted alex as coach um so <laughs> i'm driving and i'm driving kyle's doing weapon we're doing yeah. our best which is not the best um and yeah we we got a couple solid hits in early on i'm you know, even watching the the fight back, I was amazed that we did get some solid hits on Sablaze. Um, but once we were upside down, he got us, grabbed us, and once we were stuck, that was it. I mean, we we were basically dead at that point, but we were truly. I was going to say there was sincerely stuck. You were yeah. like the wheels were spinning a little bit. And you could kind of you could see you were trying to move, but I don't think there was any movement happening at the time. So it didn't really that that final hit was just a little bit of gratuitous violence, I think, from from Jameson. But and I respect it. Absolutely, you've got to, you know, when the opportunity is there for that perfect send, you've got to Absolutely. Do it. Absolutely. Um, well, that fight broken down a little bit. Let's talk about this year's Hypershock. Very similar, the most similar between seasons. Um, Kyle did a great blog post, as he, as he always does. He does fantastic mm -hmm. uh, writing work and goes through what was changed. And there's very little that actually changed. How did that feel? Aside like, from those bunny ears moving up. Well, yeah, I mean, was it, was right. it nice not going in, having to do an entirely new design and just having something that worked out of the box, I'm basically. I'm sure it makes Hexbug happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, to be totally honest, that was in, they didn't tell us anything, but in our eyes, that was, in my mind, that was a, a motivating factor. Like, we finally got the toy. That was our number don't, one goal don't touch from it. day one. <laughs> Leave it alone. Not screw this up. <laughs> right? We yeah. already haven't happened once. It it's like not happening force. again. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, but, Last year's robot was pretty darn good. Um, you know, when we were going into season seven, we were riding off of a, you know, most destructive win, um, a solid run in uh, Sin City Slugfest, um, most destructive. So why would you change anything? And everything was running well. The reasons we lost were, you know, tactical reasons, not because motors failed or mm. or speed controllers just caught fire. It's it, it was just good. So. Um, yeah, we, we, we tweaked some things. The the way that the, the bunny ears were mounted uh, wasn't the best. So we, we made new bullets, those big golden pieces up front um, with some shock mounting integrated uh, and tried to move the horns as far forward as possible in the process. We made uh, a new... Um, we made a new single tooth weapon or a single disc weapon, double yes. tooth, um, which is a solid two inch wide disc because... Uh, that as funny as the sandwich was, it would just it, it wasn't what you really wanted. <laughs> um, you wanted like legit, you know, solid, you know, screw you disc. So, um, so we made it was that. trying to we do a, a lot of things. It was trying to do a lot of things that maybe you wanted a a solid, do, uh, solid weapon to do without having to exactly a piece of solid metal. Like yeah, that. and truth be told, the reason we made it. Uh, in the first place is because those were the parts we had on hand and that was the way to cheaply and effectively make a, a thicker disc. Um, yeah. But the right way to do it was 
big mamma jamma disc. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of it. I mean, it's we use the same chassis, literally the same chassis from last year. We um, we use the same armor. We you know revinyl uh, vinyl them and repowder coated them. Uh, but yeah, it's it's very similar, basically the same robot. Absolutely, it's it's. I mean, why, why change it? It's it's stunning. It really is stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a number of list of questions we're going to talk <laughs> to you about first before we start the episode review. Uh, starting with Ruben Pezos from Twitter, who asks, um, what inspired you to start your BattleBots career in the first place? What kind of drew you into robot combat? Oh, man. Um, in the in the good old days, I was a little kid. So um, in the Comedy Central era of the show, um, my dad's co-workers were um, Team Loki. Oh. And there you go. So the old FIU. I grew up. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, Ramstein, Trimangle, Buddy Lee, Don't Play in the Street, Turbo, Afterburner. Mm-hmm. Um, these, these are the robots I grew up around, literally, uh, and admiring and thinking the show was amazing and it was the coolest thing ever. So, um, when I was 12, um, BattleBots had a youth program called BattleBots IQ, mm-hmm. and they had just started a uh, 15 pound division, and the minimum age was 12. So guess what I did? Straight away, <laughs> straight in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I had done Lego Robotics and Mindstorms in First Lego League. Before that, uh, I was one of those kids at first uh, first competitions, first robotics competitions, just kind of ogling because my dad was a mentor for, mm-hmm. for those kids. Um, and so I grew up around it and I wanted to build robots and fighting robots just seemed like the most fun. Too right. Um, I miss being a first mentor. I got to do that for a few years for my local high school after I graduated. And that's a that's a fun time. Uh, it's also kind of interesting where like we talked about that having the coach. That's also kind of a broad bring over from from first where you have your drivers and you have somebody behind your head basically saying like, hey, guys, pay attention to this. <laughs> I know you're sucked in. But <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah you're, you're in the zone and, and oh, yeah, you've got this tunnel vision. <laughs> the blinders are on. You need somebody to have a, a bigger perspective. And it's, it turned out to be very helpful this year. Very cool. Definitely. Uh, Steve, do you want to go up the next one? I do. Uh, we kind of already talked about it a little bit, but I guess we can dig in a little deeper. Uh, Wolvi Zandalari from YouTube uh, asks, uh, how did it feel not having to build a bot from scratch this season? It was strange. Uh, <laughs> it felt like something was missing. I-, I designed these other little parts. I ordered them and then looked around like, I guess that's it. It mm-hmm. felt like part you of You feel the like you should be doing stress. more. Exactly. <laughs> I felt like some part of the process was missing um, the whole time. And then we showed up and there were just, you know, a bunch of robots around. And, and so that felt good. Um, They've it was started really to nice bud. to just, yeah. Yeah. Having so many of things and having the, the, the depth of, of the bench where we can just have two robots, three robots set up. There was one point where we had a fight and we had three robots with three different configurations under tarps. Just messing with people because we could, That's and it I mean. was wonderful. Yeah. Having having that kind of ability to kind of turn up with whatever one you you felt the need to is just is a joyous thing, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jevin, do you want to say the next one? Yeah, Michael Wise on Facebook asks, "What is um your favorite fight that you have lost with Hypershock, and what is your favorite fight you have won with Hypershock?" Oh man. Um, there's been a few now right you've, you've been around yeah. for six seasons plus a, plus a little bit of this one I, I think my favorite fight to win is still gigabyte um yeah 
there's a lot of really fun ones, but I think that's still my favorite. The favorite to lose, possibly the huge fight. Mm. Uh, season rake four, dual rakes. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, it, it was working until it wasn't, but uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. I well, the, the, the armor thing as well. Yeah. <laughs> It was so good. That was, that was a, a great fight. Great you, fight. You both yeah. should have gone to the bracket anyway, but that, that was a great fight regardless. Yeah. Um, that selection. That was, it. that was the season with the weird selections. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah we're like, okay, cool. We're into the top 32. And they said, I'm just kidding. We're going to do a playing round. Uh... <laughs> a playing round? Like, yeah, we just made it up. Okay. Just because they, they can, right? Yeah. Um, Johnny from Team Stamina on Discord uh, says, Will, you are a huge inspiration to me, and so is Hypershock. What is your relationship with your robot? Is it like a friend, a son, or a daughter? Do you, like, do you call it he or she? Is it is it your huh. child? We, we've we actually held pretty true to this. Um, Hypershock is agendered. We've, we feel it it's, very it's a, closely it's a, as a... Yeah. It's it's a it's a thing. It's a toy. It's a, toy. Um, it's a, <laughs> oh, it's it's a project a we do together. Um, yeah. And if... If it has um, meaning beyond just being a cool item, mm. uh, it's it's the thing that I get to do with you know my friends and my family, and um, you know, it, it's the culmination point of a lot of hard work, um, and and that's where I've, I've it brings me joy. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Interesting, Steve. All right, let's do this one. Uh, Rob uh, of Boom Zoom uh, uh, on uh, Discord asks. Uh, do you ever miss the lifting arms on the early hypershocks? And do you ever think about bringing them back? Or is it just, uh, you know, something... I'll let you speak. <laughs> we When we got rid of them, I felt like I was... It's the right word here. I felt like I was being dishonest or somehow <laughs> succumbing to the meta, which I guess mm. I was. Um <laughs> We when we got when we applied to season one of BattleBots, we were told, "Be you know, bring the wildest, most unique idea you've got. Bring multiple weapon systems. We don't want, you know, uh, just a box with a spinning weapon on it, <laughs> tombstone." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so we brought something, you know, the the most elaborate thing we could, you know, with this hydraulic system that didn't work now rex think of rex that year think of yeah. uh plan x and when you yes. think of if you if you take those robots with the prompt of bring something that's beyond you know a step above robo games mm -hmm. and then you also let ray show up with tombstone yeah you felt <laughs> like we were screwed a little like, speaking of radioactive yeah, radioactive counter revolution, which was also not a terrible robot. It just got put mm -hmm. up against the biggest weapon in the field, <laughs> right? You know, even you know, witch doctor bringing shaman uh, yeah. in in the original uh, and the canted wheels. We were all mm. trying to do something that was unique to try to you know bring that next level because that's mm. the prompt we were given. Mm -hmm. uh, but pretty quickly, it became apparent that that's not what was going to win, yeah. um, and that's not really the rules that everyone was playing by and so in order to be competitive we had to make some sacrifices um so we went to just a, a self-rider that wasn't also you know little lifting arms and then we got rid of the self-rider altogether because that was the way that we found to be most competitive um so would i love to bring them back if there was a way to to make them weight free and and 
<laughs> you know, magic anti-gravity uh, lifter <laughs> arms. Sure. Uh, and it makes me really happy to see um, Jackpot finding a way to yeah. reintroduce that kind of thing yeah. uh, in a competitive way. Um, but uh, I do not miss them. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I like the weight and the size that the robot is now. Fair enough. That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. Is it me? Yeah, it's cool. Like um, family fortunes. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> family feud for us, eh? <laughs> Randy Y on Twitter asks, if you could select any robot from the Comedy Center era of BattleBots to fight Hypershock one-on-one, who would it be and why? Which I think is quite an interesting question at the minute because obviously you mentioned some of the ones that inspired you coming in and also with the news that Destructathon has classic and modern Hypershock might be fighting some old favorites. Being able to fight a, a weight-to-weight uh, comparable Tazbot, I think it's going to be very fun to watch. Uh, I, that I would hope, be. I do hope some clips one. appear of, of like those two robots fighting. I think that'd be, be incredible. No doubt, some clips will appear. Uh, the only way to really enjoy it truly will be to buy tickets at BattleBots.com/tickets and go to yourself. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> no, there really is nothing. There really is like nothing like being there. Honestly, I'm not. Yeah, not yeah I mean, say that. It will be fun. If you're in Vegas, absolutely go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope that some some clips get out uh, so we can all see them, including myself. There, there were a lot of really amazing robots back then. I'd love to, you know, pound for pound fight Ziggo because Ziggo was oh. like my favorite robot. Oh, my God. We, we were just talking about uh, we, we have a, a group chat going together. And somebody posted, like, what's your top five battle bots ever, which is the hardest qu- or top ride combat robots ever, which is yeah. so hard. Like, uh, but for me, in my five, I think I would put Ziggo because uh, I grew up loving it, too. It just it just was every time you came out, you like you knew you knew something cool was going to happen. You knew it was going to wreck something or even yeah, toward the exactly. end of its career, catch on fire because uh, all its wheels it was, got chopped off. It was entertaining. <laughs> it was exciting. So good. It's just a walk yeah. upside down, but it's more than that. Reminds me of a yeah. certain yellow robot that sometimes you know sometimes it wins really dominantly, but sometimes it gets smacked up a little bit. I just, just can't, sounds I can't entertaining. Think. Yeah, it sounds guess. worthy of several large pieces of. Oh, I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder what Jonathan Rutter's up to nowadays. You know, uh, uh, probably living his best life and, and not being stressed out by battle. Boxing. Yeah, and so he That's should. True. And so he oh, should. Well. Um, we mentioned Tim earlier. Uh, Kyle, your teammate, asked yeah. us, uh, "What are we having for dinner?" <laughs> Well, for lunch, we're, we're actually uh, meeting up with some witch doctor folks because um, uh, one of them's in town. So we're going to have some Cuban food um, for dinner. I don't know. Alex, what should we have for dinner? Mm. Very incredulous look. Maybe tacos? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have some subs from a, a, a local place. Be very nice. nice. Good choice. Good choice. Publix. Yeah. <laughs> Public, yeah, pub subs? No, there's a place that's better than pub subs. Oh, okay. Yeah, which which also, there was this thing on Twitter that Safeways are the most popular in, in Florida, which is impossible because I've never seen a Safeway in Florida. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll nod. I mean, that's one of those those North Florida things. So there's a phenomenon where if you're in Miami, yeah, if you go south, you go south. If you go north, you go south. Um, <laughs> I mean, might so, be so, some up there. Safeway to me oh. is just a supermarket, a, a, a supermarket that yeah. no longer exists. You know, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's just, mm. <laughs> Win it's Dixie more... maybe is more common, but uh, I mean, it's Publix all the way. Anyway, I've derailed the conversation because we're talking. About <laughs> so we should. I, I mean, I, I like I hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Steve, go on. Please change the conversation quick. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So, oh my gosh. Uh, Vivid Tribal Lame, I hope I said that right, on YouTube, uh, asks, do you believe in the odd number season BattleBots curse for Hypershock? Or the Jevon curse, Uh, as it's known. Yeah, the Jevon curse. Does it believe in you? (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, I was was having a, a deep conversation with Alex and Kyle about this the other day. And obviously, clearly, Jevin cursed us when he said this. <laughs> oh, um, me. So clearly, okay. clearly, okay. Um, <laughs> or, or a different hypothesis: the even years are really good, right? Ah, so, that's it. Go on, so last cool. year, let's let's take season six for example. We had um, uh, Slamo and Lockjaw as our, our first two fights. Mm-hmm. You know, not not the most difficult. Uh, robots to fight, not the easiest robots to fight, but you know, solid middle ground uh, mm. fights did incredibly well, uh, unexpectedly well. Uh, we go through Sin City Slugfest, do well, go through yada yada yada. We're coming into season seven, your odd year, with a lot of hype, and they say, you know what, screw them, let's give them Whiplash, yep. <laughs> Sawblaze, Endgame, and the best Claw Viper we've ever seen. And now we have hard fights again. Yep. So it's going to look like it's, it's an off year. Right, okay. Because you're fighting harder robots. I think if mm. we dig deeper into the even your odd year thing, you'll see that we fight more difficult opponents. In so wait, what you're saying is odd years. I'm going to have to pull up my statistical of... software and really figure this yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> Where's well, the thing with, like, the... I, it was sort of mentioned in the, in the blog post that Kyle did in that, you know, you have a good year. Your trajectory is going to go up in your competitor like who you're fighting and kyle put it it was a, an honor to be thought of as a top tier robot to fight these other top tier robots which is a, a wonderful way of looking at it oh yeah it's absolutely an honor but it makes it much more difficult um <laughs> you know but it's it's the runner-up curse it explains yeah. the runner-up curse absolutely. oh well yeah. you were second last year so surely you would be you know super duper competitive well, it just means that you're making all the really good robots fight each other, and inevitably someone's going to lose. Yeah, I would offer a counter-argument to that. And the counter-argument is going to be, maybe the even years are the kind of, the you know, the, the level of opponent is like the mean, and then every other year you get the purple patch, and then and then you get the, you get the yeah. good run of form. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and then you're punished because now you actually have to exactly. fight really, exactly. really tough robots. You did well. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. You Back did down, you go. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you succeed? Come on now. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, I'm, I'm really hoping that the the trend is bucked this year because um, I don't want to be blamed for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault, Jim. Um, it's until it's, it's I mean, proven. There you go. I have my comeuppance. So I got <laughs> a Hexbug Hypershock while I was out in Vegas. And I brought it back and I run a Robot Wars slash BattleBots club at, at the school and the kids loved Hypershock and they put it in the box against the new Tombstone and it, it did what Hypershock does and took out a wheel. <laughs> Fully sheared off the gear. That done new in. Tombstone Hexbug hits hard. Like, I've had really to take yeah, it out of my circulation so that I don't end up damaging all of my robots. It blew up a Bronco as well. It's vicious. I believe it. Watch your fingers, everyone. Yeah. This is not sponsored wow. by Vex, I, had, I had heard rumor from some Hexbug engineers that, that it was extra spicy, but damn. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's super extra spicy. Yeah. It's got three chilies on the packet. It got it got retired and now now I've got the, the previous one in. 
and Hypershock is now the best it, it, robot. It basically did the Blendo it. thing where like it throws something into the crowd. All right, it's the co-champion. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, please stop breaking our toys. Uh, Jevin, last one. Yeah, it's, it's the last question before we get on with the episode, I think, hopefully, um, is from Has199 on YouTube. How long did it take for Hypershock to remove the Hammersaw from the first fight, and did the team sustain any major damage? It was probably two and a half hours before it was actually removed. Um, so we tried uh, outside the arena, you know, in the cool-down tent, uh, you know, taking batteries out, and starting to assess what really was going on we we probably put another 20-ish 30 minutes there trying to pry them apart with because nothing to pry on mm-hmm. um everything just keep kept moving uh so fortunately saw blaze is designed so well that they can just remove the arm and so they did and we wheeled a hypershock <laughs> on a and seat. the arm back to <laughs> the our yeah. was when he tripped yeah. over the chair that was like next to it that was the best bit they got, oh, and they yeah. got it on camera as well oh yeah perfect <laughs> uh so we dragged hypershock plus sable's arm back to our pit and we gutted hypershock um which was fortunately pretty quick to do and you could get a really good sense of where it was um he managed to avoid all the the expensive bits by maybe uh an eighth of an inch <laughs> um he got partially through a main power lead he gently touched one of the motor mounts um, gently caresses your motor mount. yeah <laughs> it was it was very it was in there like let me tell you it was <laughs> it was it was in there so too hot for tv yeah so <laughs> and then we were trying to look at it and Sawblaze doesn't have infinite numbers of discs, and it's no. you know it's AR five fifty, and it's hard to get, and it was expensive. So he's like, please, like, please don't destroy my disc in the process, <laughs> yeah. which is a totally reasonable request. Yeah. So we knew we were already going to have to fix something. So it was either plasma cut or just cut a patch out, or um, someone had the great idea of relieving the 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 pressure. It was the the quantum problem. Remember when quantum got stuck in. Um, in blacksmith and the ar was like barbed and so they couldn't bring it out same thing so we had to relieve the, the pressure on the on the on the disc and used a, a cutting saw or like a diamond um cutting wheel and that was enough to relieve the pressure and yank it out pound it out um but yeah like two and a half three hours what a nightmare how could you jameson you just you made it <laughs> it works for will <laughs> you made it harder on him uh, gonna, it, it gonna... made it better that there was another hypershock sitting ready to go is, and there was no other sawblaze ready to go yeah. i think we were saying the other week when we did the the episode review with this fight in um that had the fight continued there may well have been a world in which sawblaze's wheels were no longer touching the floor because they were yeah. burning rubber man uh, they've been having such a really hard time only if only out. <laughs> but yeah, the game stuck all, may well have been. All you had to do was keep running, Will. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you had to do. I think I was out of run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, with all that said, let's let's crack on with the episode because there's the great. Oh, Thank oh, you for oh, so many questions. Yeah, yeah, honestly, we had we had so <laughs> many. Yeah, we've had to cut so many this week, and I'm so sorry yeah. that we didn't answer all of them. But we've got a lot to talk about this week. They cut and... mine. Well, that's <laughs> yours your later. Steve. I'll ask later. Steve. I'll ask later. <laughs> All right, all let's right. get to fights. Well, fight one. I, I, it makes me very sad to say this: the return of Monsoon taking on Black Dragon, and they were winning. They, yeah, and then they, they turned into a vacuum. 
They sucked up. They sucked up one of the black dragon forks that were removed by Monsoon in the first place, and then the whole weapon just stops. I think it was just a bolt. It was no, just it, a bolt. I thought it was they, a fork. No, no. So they okay. Tom put a video up on on YouTube uh, the other day, and he did like a stop frame of it, like ho- Monsoon hovering over this bolt. And he goes on top of it, and then the bolt's not on the floor anymore. And, it, and then a, the weapon there's spark. Stopped. There's a little spark yeah. underneath the robot as well, where it, it collides oh, with the boat. It's such a shame. It was looking so good. I yeah. also don't know how it, they managed to cut round Tom swearing at the camera so much. <laughs> <laughs> that was very I, prevalent. I've, I've heard that, um, the, the story goes. So, so Tom tells me that uh, Tim uh, spent about half an hour to an hour before every fight they have, just hyping them up, ramping them up, like yep. get them in the in the mindset. And you know, obviously, they've been gone for three years. You know, last year when yeah. they the robot shipped and they couldn't go, you know, there's a lot of tears, a lot of you know emotion because they couldn't. You know, they spent so yeah, much money, rough. so much time and effort going into the robot, um, for it to sit in a crate for three weeks. Yeah. Um, the fact that they actually got there this year and got a, a great first showing against Black Dragon, a robot which is notoriously difficult to to knock out. Yeah. Um, it was looking really good, and then, yeah. oh, heartbreak! They did the thing. Yeah. You did do the thing. Oh, no weapon running. when you do the thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Had the weapon been running, that doesn't happen. But no, you no. can't gyro yourself over with a weapon they, running. The, the upside of it is, and they didn't talk about some of this on, on camera, we did the, the ad break section with Black Dragon where they showed off they nearly hit a motor mm. and that would have been Black Dragon down on one side. But it was, it was already down on one side. That was the other side. Oh, that was the other side. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, they were already crabbing. They hadn't fight. talked about the fact that Monsoon retired a pair of Brazil wheels. Yeah. It did. They the first team ever to have broken a Brazil wheel. So Verts wow. can now destroy Brazil wheels. So basically BattleBots is ruined again. There is hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well um, Brazil wheels ablate on the floor and they're just they're destructible, so there you go. What do we even know anymore? We don't know anything. <laughs> it's an alien concept, uh, fighting robots. Um Black Dragon, meanwhile. I, I don't know, I've, I've lavished praise on Monsoon for being excellent, but you can't take anything away from Black Dragon, who also mm-hmm. gave out some delicious hits on Monsoon. Yeah. yeah. There was that one straight at the start where it does a, like six barrel rolls over, yeah. and there's one Doesn't later land. on. It's just, Eights it's... from everybody except the, uh, what would it be, the Italian judge? I forget what that bit. I forget that bit. <laughs> there's there's some kind of thing where, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I've lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an impressive fight. You know, it's short but sweet. I think you know, obviously, it would have been nice to have it go a little bit longer. But you know, to I think both teams would be happy with that. Like ultimately, Monsoon, yeah, clearly showed it works, and the they, they're it's right a good on loss. that. Yeah, they're right on that power yeah. curve. They were really worried. I know because I've spoken to them quite a lot. They were worried that they were just going to turn up and get smashed up like straight away. <laughs> they were miles off the power curve, and that's the end yeah. of it. But they're right there. It's it's tricky, like because you look at their schedule, like who is their bot that they're supposed to like like who's the bot that's supposed to beat them and then two at their level? Uh Horizon's a bot looks like it looks like the one that's the one they should beat. But then you have the two at their level and then the one they should beat, but then you have what do you have? Black Dragon, Whiplash, and Death Roll. Good luck picking one out of that group. Yeah. Uh of the one that should think... beat them or, or or put them down in the ones that are at their level. It's it's so hard at that it's at, at that echelon echelon. If you're looking at past season's performance, then Black Dragon is the one that should beat them, mm-hmm. I think. I think Whiplash um, really, surely. Well, Whiplash mm. finished, what was it, top 16 last year? Mm. And Monsoon mm. has had a top 16 finish previously. so that yeah. And Death Roll's been gone for years, just like them. So Exactly. Right. So I think that's the way they've looked at it. But that's a, another rough lineup. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight them. <laughs> yeah. 
And with Horizon, yeah, the we're upper see it middle episode. range is just so yeah. deep. This it's so, so, so narrow. Now. Yeah, like this, this yeah. the the operating window of all these machines are now so high that like you know, there's there's no easy fights anymore. We know that anyway, but like there's like there are no you know there are no cupcakes anymore. It's it's no. it's all hard work. Um, Which is a good thing. It's yeah, a exactly. good thing for the show, and it's a good thing for everybody else because it brings and elevates everybody. Yeah. But it gets expensive. It does. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, definitely. Everyone in, in any sports, what you want is unpredictability, and you know yeah. you don't want the no same. No script team. writers here. Exactly. Nope. Don't want the, you don't want. Okay, as much as it's incredible I'm watching kidding. Bite Force, you know, win three titles, <laughs> you don't want to see the same thing every year, right? No. Right. You want new people up there. You want new teams to be at the top, and you know these are two robots that certainly could be. Um, you mentioned Horizon was next for Monsoon. Who's next for Black Dragon, Steve? Yeah, Horizon's next for Monsoon. We'll actually see them in this episode. And then yep. Quantum, who we're also going to see in this episode, is up against Black Dragon. So uh, the train of verts begins. going to be uh, yes. tricky. Yeah, that's going to be a tricky fight. Uh, I, I think Quantum has a good shot uh, knocking out Black Dragon. But Black Dragon's one of those robots. It's built so like modularly on the inside. It's one system could go down, but the bots could still drive. It's, it's driven yeah. around on fire before. So uh we, we've seen we've seen what that robot can do so I'm, I'm i'm very curious and i'm also very curious to see how horizon will perform against anything at this mm. at this weight scale because it's smaller bot is fun uh but i'm very curious to see how that volumetrically scales up in a heavy so we're, yeah, co we're coming up to that definitely, definitely this is how steve was talking at recording as well weirdly <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I think I remember this exact conversation. Yeah, because I see this bot at Norwalk, and I'm like, oh, this is a cool concept, and then I see it as a heavy and said, all right, okay. Let's see, <laughs> yeah. Let's see what you got. Interesting. I see, Will, anything else to add to this fight? Anything you noticed in particular? I think you hit all the high notes. It, Black Dragon, as apparently they've proven, are impossible to destroy, so um, even when and they lose, it's not by knockout. Yeah, mm. and they got they have quite a streak going. They they noted it in, in the uh, in the episode. Uh, they have three more fights to match Bite Force's record. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, of course, Bite Force won all those fights. So yes. <laughs> slightly different. Well, well, they didn't literally win. They lost one fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They, they lost to to, to Chomp. Boo. By judge decision. That won. <laughs> so their their streak of wins is still probably better than everybody else's. For sure. Nice. Nice to reference Bite Force still though. Yeah. I was going to say I couldn't believe yes. they actually acknowledged it in the episode. It was like, oh my yeah. god. Well, it's on, the, it, it's on the. Uh, the it's on the on the banner as well. So, yeah. yeah. True. True. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Food for thought for for that one. Um, fight two, yes, was a second fight for the both of these two <sighs> robots, Emulsifier and Malice. I'm sad. Dis I'm oh. sad, Sam. We we that part of the, the arena is cursed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got the opportunity to go into the pits this season, which was awesome. And we went by uh, the Malice team after this fight, and we saw firsthand the damage that had happened. Oh yeah, Rush and brought it over to us. God, and oh my. <laughs> It was just... It's not even a direct hit. It's hit yeah. the weapon and the shock has gone all the way through and bent up the top. Yeah. It's not like, banana shaped. It's like it's dark it's, fruit shaped. It's wibbly shaped. So I don't know what I don't <laughs> know what shape awful. it was. Emulsifier was certainly giving out some amazing energy in this fight. Yeah. And, you know, for anyone who was kind of thinking it's just another vert. I mean, it, no one really it's thought that. Shades of a thirty pounder. It's it was yeah. honestly terrifying, and you know, I I put Malice down to did I put Malice down? To, I did put Malice down to win this. No, I didn't. I put Emulsifier. Ignore me. Um, but I could see a world in which Malice won because, you know, the forks, you know, make it such a difficult opponent to deal with now because, you know, as we kind of said with Fusion before, you can't really just want to run a wedge because they'll just get underneath you. It's it's yeah. kind of difficult to, to plan with. 
Emulsify just didn't care. It was just went no. straight at it and it was doing great. And then um, I can't remember, there was a YouTube comment from Derin Catalan, I think it was again. Mm. Very well observed. It actually lands on top of the magnet on, when it lands upside, like back on its right side, caught mm. some debris and high centered the robot. And that was what killed it. And it's just so frustrating. Like, what, what, what are the chances? People and their magnets. Yeah. People <laughs> and their magnets. Oh, and it I will say, it. yeah, I know. It, I will say it looked like only one track on Emulsifier was running as well. I think they lost their left hand track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, on top of being high centered and only having one track, it's, I mean, you're basically sunk. Uh, magnets, yeah. Magnets are. Magnets are a tricky beast. Uh, yeah, they've been and around that's... a lot longer than us, but they still are very, uh, <laughs> very much work? a mystery. Um, <laughs> not to are take away from more? Malice as well, who cracked the front wedge of Emulsifier, which is mm. damn, that's hitting hard. Um, yeah, it's it's quite the hit. Yeah, I, sort of I didn't did... even know that whole thing was titanium. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's now all I see is dollar signs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and less titanium and sparks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was some great, like you know, visual, you know, fo- there's some great photos circling mm-hmm. around from um from the photographers at the at the event, you know, of, of this fight. But uh, I mean, where does Emulsifier go from here? Two fights where you could argue they probably should have should could have won both. Yeah. Um, you know, the first both one, Chris you know, and Kenny say like these are good. Like we we've seen such good. From emulsifier, just no wins in the win column. That's all. Yeah, and it's not you know obviously the end of the world. You know they still got two fights to turn it around, but it's 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 looking pretty dicey for the for the new robot. I think you know Malice will obviously take the win. You know there was it was a good performance, but they were just I'm sure they'll be kind of thinking, okay, we got away with one there. Yeah, I would say. Um, who is next for emulsifier, Steve? All right, so emulsifier is going to fight currently uh, winless Banshee. Uh, so that'll be that'll be tricky. Uh, I I don't know uh, how the ground game's going to go in that fight or how they're going to attack. Uh, I'd I'd like to see uh, Banshee maybe get a couple flips in on on Emulsifier, try to get around to the sides. And Emulsifier, same thing, got to get around to the sides. Or maybe if they beat them on the the wedge game, maybe that uh, maybe that flipper is uh, short for the world. So we'll see how that goes. And then uh, Malice has a one to no Valkyrie. Uh, so it's a uh, it's going to be interesting. Big interesting to yeah. it'll be interesting to see how how that fares. Uh, I know it's a, a tricky concept when you're going in against another horizontal. Like, which way do you spin? Uh, so that'll that that'll be interesting. Or or, or what will what will they run? Uh, you know, mm. tactically wise. So because I know Valkyrie's a, a lot of different blades. Well, was, <laughs> so, okay, it's not just the blades. There was a a great photo uploaded by the Valkyrie social media pages the other day of that kind of. Lance setup the one for yeah I uh-huh. like that that was funky wasn't it like gonna be gonna be a uh, a good maybe it maybe a good tactical advantage for them definitely gonna want to avoid having that push back into your weapon uh mm. but we'll 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 see we'll see what happens uh you know anything can happen that's that I like new I like new ideas absolutely don't be all don't be all fight three sees overhaul and starchild and we got to see that amazing little promo cut of you know brandon and starchild you know talking mm-hmm. about the the three pounder which is great you know it's great to see that fighting was it fighting smee i think it was in the smee was in there i believe nate who drives uh thunderchild was in there as well there's there's it was a little rumble it was mm-hmm. good fun yeah um big boy starchild i mean what yeah. a what a concept this is it's just and quick. Very quick. Mm. Like, if you remember back to when F- Huge first showed up, it was kind of this 
ungainly beast that was, you know, skitting around. It was very yeah. slow. It was like driving on ice. Lumbering. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good way of describing mm-hmm. it. Um, Star Child's right out of the block, just, you know, so zippy around the arena and yeah. did get a good few hits in there. Um, we've, but, come, we've come a long way from bots like Wheelosaurus yeah, <laughs> with big wheels, right, you know? Right. <laughs> um, but I... I don't know if it was, I don't know what to say because there was you know moments where Star Child I could I could squint and I was thinking mm, that's the Star Child I know but it wasn't mm-hmm. quite right and Overhaul kind of took advantage and controlled the match really well I was I was pleasantly surprised. It's, yeah, I don't know I don't know what more Star Child could have done here. I think it got in a lot of hits that may not have been overly obvious in in the record or anything, but it was still hitting. Um, it, I know it wasn't spinning quite how they wanted it to spin, and so it wasn't hitting as hard as they wanted it. Um, but yeah, it, it's for a new robot coming in because that's how we have to view this. Obviously, Star Child we've seen at smaller weight class. I think it's a decent first showing for it. It, mm-hmm. it got some good licks in. It was very fifty-fifty on the match. Um, you know, overhaul at times struggled. They were turned upside down when grabbing and just sort of got dragged <laughs> under. That was yeah. so good. I really enjoyed the kind of reversal from Star Child. That was wonderful. I think they're going to have trouble going forward with because because I, I, I when I do these episodes, I'm watching the fight back while we're talking, and I'm mm. watching these 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 moments where Star Child's wheels are hitting the robot before the weapon has a chance to spin over, uh, and by the time the weapon spins over, Overhaul has already moved away and is ready to is is preparing another attack. Uh, and I, I I think that's maybe something going forward is proportionally maybe trying to figure out a way to have that weapon stick out just a tiny bit more so you have a little bit more more of a chance for it to bite because uh, it seems like every time it swings over it's 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 either backing itself away or overhauls already on its way uh so it's and that's, and that's and that's a new bot thing you know scaling something up from the three pound class to the 250 classes it's that that's it's I mean we've talked about 30s going to 250 but a three going up it's that's a huge difference uh going forward. Uh, but I, I I liked what I saw from Star Trial from this fight, even if we didn't get the big hits that we know it can dish out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Will, I think, to have from your side. I mean, it, I do want to praise Overhaul as well, because let's, mm-hmm. you know, Charles oh. has had the best of times in, in recent Great years with, with that robot, and it, it finally worked properly. It suplexed the bot, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it suplexed yeah. itself too, but still, whatever. <laughs> and he, it looked like he was down a side of drive for the vast majority of the match, and I don't think anyone else seemed to notice. No. So, you know, that just goes, it's a testament to Charles's driving ability and, and how well he can maneuver overhaul, even when he's down a side. Still we, doing that suplex and stuff. We didn't, I don't think we fully realized that he was down a side of drive until uh, Charles came running back out to the box, having left his drive chain somewhere. Yes. And that, and, that, and, and <laughs> he didn't want to... to turn that into a, uh, uh, like a, uh, we had a, a fight maybe it was last season or the year before where there was a bolt that got sucked up into another robot and it just killed them. Uh, and it's going to escape me. I'm, I'm never comments help. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember this one, but I do remember such a, such an instance where pieces were left and maybe not swept up and things. Well, he was so burned by that damn set screw. Yeah. It's, it's, it flashes before his eyes. Anytime he sees loose hardware. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to, to kind of stop that from happening. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, that Steve. must be what I'm thinking of. Yes. Hello. Hello. Fights. Yeah. Next fights. What have, what have you got for us? So Starchild is going into the fight of the giants up against Mammoth, uh, who are also looking for a win. So mm-hmm. one of them will have a win. One will be owned too, and it'll be sad. 
uh <laughs> happy for one not the other and then overhaul has to go up against uh the uh brother in grabberbot nation uh claw viper surely this uh, is for the crown right yeah i mean I, I charles coined it so i mean is he passing the torch or is he going to take it from claw viper we'll see we will see i think that would be interesting that, that even if claw viper even has Honestly, it to be do taken what? do you know what it's very rare that battlebots do this where they have no kinetic energy spinners in there and, I, and i'm liking the fact that it's happening a lot more this year yeah it's because they like putting the same weapon types up against each other this year for some weird reason they do <laughs> which is the best hammer which is the best <laughs> overhead, overhead hammer spinner i do i really feel like this sort of content is coming at some point to either the youtube channel or tiktok or whatever it's just like oh it's a coming <laughs> which oh, flipper yeah. is best flipper um Fight Four is two relatively unique robots, so I don't think they can fight other weapon types of the like the match them. It is Gruff versus Quantum, mm. pure lifter mm. and a pure crusher. The real knight for the British. Well, it, yeah. all three and... pure Brit bots that have been shipped from the UK are in this fight. Um, Steve, you can own up to your crimes. I'm not gonna own up to my crimes. Yeah, hmm. so, the American no killjoy comment. waving a British flag. I saw it. I not saw only it. that, <laughs> waving the British uh, flag. Right. We were in the in high the five fight with his episode, hometown. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is the bot from my hometown. Actively I know. Actively rooting against them. Shocking. Mm. Absolutely shocking. Mm. Any gruff watch parties, Steve is no longer welcome. Apparently, yeah, he's gonna be barred as a filthy Brit. <laughs> well, it's funny because it is at a bar. Um, hey. But anyway, but I was I was very pensive on gruff's idea for this fight the climbing I, frame yeah they they put a climbing frame on gruff and also a bone on its lifter for quantum to bite down on so that they could lift them and you know <laughs> it was an interesting idea and i i, I mean I, I call them the bread knives on top of the flamethrowers that's kind of what they they look like <laughs> yeah uh-huh um it didn't really matter it no. didn't because quantum, well, they quantum tall enough. To bite. i know they, like it needs to be a little bit a little bit higher you're gonna if you're going to put walls on the robot, make sure they're tall enough walls. If yeah. you go over to Shaq's house and you put an eight, you know, six-foot wall up, congrats, he can still peek right <laughs> over. It <laughs> grab you. Like, yeah. You're going to give you some Papa John's? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it's just futile at that point. Like, add a sheet of polycarb. You know, have your you... things there as a support and then add yeah. some polycarb sheets. Like, you know, the two barbecue trick. Yeah. yeah, at least that worked yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, what is it? Um, concussion had like those uh, the nuts, the nut busters, the, the yeah. nuts bust, the nut busters. It worked until they flipped over, and then they realized, oh shoot, we need wheels on <laughs> touching the ground. Uh, sorry, Tim. Uh, but <laughs> you know, it's it, I, I I was very curious to see how this was going to work. Unfortunately, we really didn't get to see it work at all because Quantum just bossed them, oh, just like goodness. they did Shredder in their previous fight. And it this was... is a scary prospect going forward for Quantum, uh, for any bot facing Quantum rather. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? What Just do you do against this bot? I was interested to see, like, it's the razor Gruff conversation is... all over again. How do you fight it? Gruff is made out we, of we the strange alloy material as well. It's like, yeah, it's their own alloy. So we, I, I was really interested to see, will this hold up to quantum? No, nope. yeah. will it get stuck no. like blacksmith? No, no, it won't. No, no. <laughs> I will say, no, it's go, on, go on, Will. Sorry, go on. Uh, uh... It's the same lesson that, that we sort of learned against Sawblaze. There's no reasonable amount of armor that you can put on that's going to protect you. So yeah. you can't go into this defensively. Mm -mm. 
No. I think... So my understanding is that the top plates of Gruff is three mil, I think, of whatever their alloy is, and the kind of sides well, and front... Enough. Well, that's what <laughs> I mean. The, the sides and front are obviously designed to take tombstone hits and whatever else, so they're, they're a bit thicker, but the top's quite thin. And mm. Quantum found that out, and it, like there was, there was a great... There's a great, like, shot where Quantum bites just in front of the flamethrower and goes through cleanly and then pulls out. The flamethrower's going, and then you kind of see, like, this hot, like, edge of metal where the where the, the tooth is just cut. It's glorious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And, I mean, the, the driving again from, from Quantum, exceptional. Like, they didn't give Gruff an inch. It was wonderful to watch. Yeah. And only running the one tooth, you know? This is... <laughs> they just kept going in with that one that one single tooth and maybe in a, in a way of worried about getting stuck uh with multiple teeth uh but that was, it, it, this was a really good showing from a bot that we always knew had the potential to really just wreck shop uh i have to look at gruff's uh historical uh losses i don't remember they beat them... before so they yeah. fought they fought a crusher before but they not i don't think there's any others they they, yeah. they they bought a biter yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Not necessarily a crusher. <laughs> yeah, this is this is. I love Kraken, but it's not a crusher. <laughs> yeah, it's a strong. It's a strong biter, though. I wouldn't want to put my hand near that. No, uh, I don't think we've ever seen Gruff this completely just tuna canned. You know, was, like tin canned completely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you see this one crush from Quantum where it completely mushes, like just render rends one of the, uh, the corners it's the back corners, corners and and the <sighs> flamethrower bit and you see the faces on the team like oh that's gonna be hard to fix uh <laughs> I mean, yeah well like you know when you see a robot like quantum which isn't you know like in a kinetic energy spinner like doing this kind of damage does it does it worry you like if you think okay oh my god i mean i've got to fight that thing at some point what the the, the in all the you know armor and weapon config questions that we go through ad nauseum uh the two that always you know confound us are Sawblaze and Quantum. Because again, what are you going to put there that you have the weight for that's going to work? Mm. And then if you get flipped upside down <laughs> with your hosed also. <laughs> yeah. So, so you you can't fight them defensively. And I think one of the biggest issues that Gruff has in this fight, which has been a, a big problem for Gruff in the past, is driving finesse. You know, Gruff is constantly... You know, oversteering, overcorrecting, sliding around, and Quantum's is so darty and so precise that they can grab them anywhere they want, and you you can't give Quantum or Sawblaze um, an opportunity to use their weapon. Once they use their weapon, you are dead. <laughs> <laughs> and Gruff was dead, and it it was actually knocked out as well. Which you know, again, is that two knockouts now for Quantum as well? Very yeah. impressive. Yeah, very, very, very impressive. 2-0 yeah. start. Considering they've been away for as long as they have, and a 2-0 start is wild. They probably changed a li- uh, probably a lot. When we spoke to them in the first episode, they said they changed a few things, but like it wasn't yeah. like a radical overhaul like you know Monsoon was. This is a ve- very similar concept, just refined. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, very, very incredible. You know, it's just that watch. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It shows that you know, kind of what we knew from a couple of years ago. Like, there's just so much potential there. We didn't really get to see what it could do properly at BattleBots the yep. first time. Yeah. Is it too early to say that Quantum is at least a top eight bot this year? Ooh, top eight. Ooh. I mean, it is two. Certainly has the qualities. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it depends who they fight. Obviously, you know, this mm-hmm. it 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 really just depends on the draw because you know one 
one mistake against you know a an yeah. maybe it's too soon like a, maybe we'll a... wait for another fight to see if it if it really holds up again but i was really impressed with this fight yeah me too i it can was... confidently say they're the best crusher in the field that's a that's the <laughs> well well that was diplomatic deal. will well done yeah very hard <laughs> to be wrong um quantum's x fight as we know is black dragon as we kind of yes. alluded to earlier who has gruff got next steve so it's not this it's not their next fight. I mean it's it's Gruff's next fight, but not their robot they're facing's next fight. It's Witch Doctor. So Witch Doctor has a fight in between. Uh I think they gotta fight Fusion next. It'll be the, the fight after that. So however Witch Doctor feels after that fight, uh I mean I imagine if they get really tra trashed, then you know, just put another Witch Doctor in. But still that'll be a that'll be a tricky fight for uh for Gruff. Uh man, they they have they've had to deal with some serious uh Weapon power these past couple weeks. So. Ripperoni, Quantum, them, Witch Doctor. It's not a pleasant. <laughs> if your whole shtick is I am a tank, guess what you're gonna get? Yeah, yeah. tank killers. Literally, very very good for Quantum and. Uh, I'd, I'd say I don't want to say it's a bad loss for Gruff because I don't think it was, but like it, it, I think they're probably hoping that Gruff go on. Uh, sorry, Quantum go on to be pretty dominant because this was. That yeah. it, was, it was a it was a weaker performance than it was against Ripper. Yeah. That's Basically, sure. carry them up. So, say Gruff wins their next two fights and they have this loss on the record, it doesn't look quite as bad. Mm -hmm. um, right. So, we'll, but see. we'll see. We will see. Fight five is the new look Kraken against the returning Beta. Yeah, I would describe this as one of the fights of all time. Yeah, it was. It, it was. Yeah, there's, uh, there's one later, I think. I mean, yeah. there, there is a there is another fight of all time coming up, but this is certainly gonna... one of them. Take the opportunity to uh, complain that BattleBot stole my joke. <laughs> Go on. So two years ago, oh, twenty twenty, I made a video that I put up on a group that we pretend to be at BattleBots, and it was Wally the Narwhal being destroyed and a plea to save the Minibots. <laughs> and what I have pennies. Do they eat pennies? <laughs> <laughs> What do they do the cold, at the start of this do episode? Well, they haven't I'm glad the cold, the cold open was back. I, I knew, we, we knew Lisa joke. was up to something. We knew she was up to something oh, when yeah. she had the minibot by the side of the box and they were filming. Well, they, something they, was going on. They played in some of the audio of her talking and at the time I was like, that's my joke! <laughs> <laughs> exposed. BattleBots exposed. I will say, like, I, I, I know this is like completely off topic, but like, and, and, you know, the fight was pretty uninspiring, so that's why we're going to talk about it now. The fact they haven't done a cold open in, like, three years, and they just yeah. suddenly decided, you know what, today, week four of season it's seven, today's the day. We're going to do it. There... Okay, I will not say what it is, but no. going through the, you know, the pictures that they give us of, of talent, there is a photo of another, what must be another cold opening that I did not know happened, and I mm. can't wait for it to exist. I can't wait for it to air. And so there's at least one more. Okay. That's good to hear. Um, to the fights, if we there was a lot of bumbling around in this fight early on, where like I think John was either having drive trouble or was he unsure was of how to attack. I was. It, it looked like he was. Yeah, it looked like the front of Beta is dragging just, and the wheels are just not contacting the ground at all. I think what happened. I don't think it was at the start, and I think the problem that Beta had was that kind of first big hit that Kraken gets on kind of the back corner of Beta, it kind of, you can see a, a split in the wedge later on in the fight, and I think that was what bent it downwards. And as a result, they couldn't like, maneuver around the arena correctly. 
And when Kraken was kind of kind of feeling itself into the back of there, you know, it was, mm-hmm. I think it probably damaged something in there. Um, yeah. It was a scary moment because I mean, Beta, their weapon—I mean, their weapon, their defense is all out front. Uh, if mm-hmm. you get behind it, it's just a feast uh, for any weapon. Oh, there were some weird yeah. hits in this fight. Like <laughs> Kraken hitting down and the robot jumping upwards was a mm-hmm. weird moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the bendy then, axe. Can we talk about the bendy hammer? <laughs> sure. Well, was, first of all, stanky, it was just great to hammer. have Jason back on, oh, yes. on Hammer Duty somewhere. Yes. Like, I, I miss it. Obviously, yeah. and they, do, the they do talk came, about it. They do. Yeah, they I, talk was, about I was it briefly. Very, very happy that Jason got a mention in the episode. Do you feel That's sorry so for good. Andy? Andy is also there. <laughs> he is. He got um, some he's time. He's still waiting. He, he got yeah. some camera time when they were coming out. You know, he in did. the intro. Um, but yeah, I, it's great to see the new Kraken, and this is a weird draw for it because it's the it's difficult to hit things on beta. Like, there's a lot of armor package up the front in which you're going to end up in the wrong sort of position, like wheeling up it to be able to hit where you want to hit, and to be able to reach over the top, you've got to have a lot more reach than the Kraken front wedge section has. It's it's all very peculiar. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of new teething issues with yes. with a new robot of such a okay. fundamentally different design. It's so you know, one of the the issues they had is um, they had these little protective guards for the for the belts running the weapon, and thinking, oh, it'll protect the the, the belt. Well, when they got hit in the hit that uh, mangled the the hammer, that bent in those guards and jammed the, the weapon shut. So <sighs> that explains why it was kind of still spinning a little bit, but not able to get any yeah. proper speed up. Yeah. yeah, so so electronically everything was okay, but mechanically it was all jammed shut. Uh, yeah. And then you could see the, the tires coming off. Those the, the tire tread material that they were using is what like first teams use for carpet. Yes. Um, the battle box is not carpet. No. Um, so <laughs> like it far it from exactly carpet as you could be. Turn to plan. Yeah. 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 So they changed that eventually, uh, I think probably after this fight. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely aided and abetted in their their traction issues and drive was yeah definitely it was it was just a it was a strange fight and like it was it was so funny like peter was just kept driving away and stopping i'm like what are you john please just <laughs> drive the thing this, straight this was the fight where alex kyle and i were all screaming at the television like come on They're like it's yeah. right there just <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny <laughs> <laughs> I, I I spent this weekend with uh with Rory Bangles from Monsoon and like he was like the way he described it was this fight and the next fight we're going to talk about were like the two worst at filming the like the whole time yeah and he was like yeah he said that they edited it very well to make them both watchable mm. so yeah I think, <laughs> watchable yeah the fact yeah. that the, the two of them were like the three minute fights versions were just not good I always so. think the the edit can save a fight. Like yeah. even even the most boring and commentary as well because yeah, yeah. Chris and Kenny will always entertain when it's a little bit dull, but um, or indeed other commentators, Mister Bales. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it was a strange fight, a very strange fight. But yeah. nice to see Beta using the hammer and being aggressive at the end, at least, and out of nowhere suddenly just being able to drive again. Yeah, do. so strange. It was yeah. it was an unusual fight to say the very least, but. Um, Beta with the wind. How do we feel about that? Yep, I think it's one on aggression. You know, I think neither bot really had control. (laughs) I mean, damage pretty equal. Oh, Um, when you asked what do we think about it, you mean what we think about it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, it was a fight. It was definitely a fight. It sure was. (laughs) 
It it really was. Yeah. Um, but I know I know Matt will go back and you know he'll make the changes he needs to make. This is a brand new crack and it's a very exciting design. He looks like he's really enjoying himself this yeah, time. That was the thing I was about to say is whenever we saw Matt, he he seemed in all in high spirits. Yeah, yeah, and just saying, yeah, well, we they, they were so excited to show damage. It's it's great because they unless it's the main event, they don't normally show the losing team interview on, on no, the broadcast. No. And yes, they did for this fight. Yeah. yeah. And um they were like, Well Matt, what did you think about that one? Well, we still went to the judges anyway, so who knows? Yeah. Well, who knows, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. I thought it was it's been it's been a long time coming, I think, because I think they've spent long enough. I mean as much as we love old Kraken, now we can call it old Kraken, even though it's gonna be Live show, live show, live show, live show, Kraken. Yeah. We'll call it live show, yeah. Kraken. Uh, <laughs> as much as we love that design, uh, it wasn't the most effective when it came to damage. No. And I think they're finally, they finally have something here. They have the DNA of something here that, if going forward, they just keep iterating on this. Uh, keep an eye out for Kraken. Maybe we'll see it uh, turn a few heads and cause a few upsets that maybe we mm -hmm. weren't expecting a couple years ago. So. If nothing else, it looks so good. It does look yeah. good. It is, it's a stunner. Um, Steve. Yes. Who's next for these two? So next up for Kraken, uh, they're going up against uh, currently 1-0 Lucky. And then for Beta, we get the fight of the Hammers. Uh, they're going up against Shatter. Uh, and I know, I know Adam has talked maybe before about, you know... Looking up to John Reed, and like I mean, maybe this is the fight where well, he finally he, he, gets he, he to prove in, if he's beaten the master. He did it in this episode, didn't he? He was commentating yeah. for the, and he actually did commentate in the gruff and quantum he did, fight, he which spoke. was, uh, you know, Jameson bless him didn't <laughs> didn't say a word during the fight. Whereas <laughs> we didn't know, we didn't know what we were supposed to do. Or say. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it was like here you go, here's the mic, have fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I don't know what to do because my my loyalties are going to be very split during that fight because Shatter's my probably my favorite battle. Sorry, Will. Um, and then it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's never coming back, is he? Um, you know, I got another podcast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, you know, terahertz and beta. I've, I've loved for years. And, you know, and it's it's. I don't know what to to think. So you know how I felt at the main event of this flipping episode because yeah. I was nearly crying having to pick a favorite out of these yeah. two. You and Pete Abramson. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there for sure. Um, oh, sorry, uh, Crackers has lucky you as you mentioned already. So interesting one for them. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be tough because Lucky's been in such good form recently. I'll say again, mm -hmm. they were opposite each other in the pits as well, so they yep. were both looking over and going, "What are you doing? Oh, I don't know. What are you doing?" <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Well, turns out they both brought out their robots. Did they? Yes. And, and they had a fight. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking and for, and for the Shatter Beta fight, I'll be very curious to see what weapon setups they go. Because they have armor both teams have multiple yeah, armor configurations. Because both teams have multiple hammer setups and uh, seen I, a picture, haven't we? There is a photo yeah. on the BattleBots website of both robots. So if you yeah. want to have a quick little sneaky peek, you can do. Yeah. <laughs> top armor, bottom armor. <laughs> top, top text, <laughs> bottom text. <laughs> um next up was another fight of all time between Shreddit Bro and Horizon. <laughs> The true fight of all time. Now, uh, <laughs> I will say, again, I mentioned already, the absolute legend that is Rory Mangles. You know, I spent a lot yeah. of time with him over this weekend. Uh, he basically said, uh, every fight Shredder Bro gets better, uh, he helps them make it better. Yeah, so, yeah. that is true. This is, the, true. this is the worst Shredder Bro will be, so that's something to look yes. forward to. I mean, you can only go up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah That's yeah. a very good point. It's It wasn't great. 
but was frustrating to watch. Shredded Bro made yeah. some good noises. It did. When Horizon did a spinny scary. thing eventually. Yes. It, it did the job it was supposed to do, uh, Horizon, which, you know, credit to them. You know, a lot of teams come in with ambitious designs and sometimes it just doesn't work at all. Horizon drove, middle bit rotated, both weapons span. Fantastic. You know, for your first Also time. gets better. Also, yeah. gets better. also gets better. I promise. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, I, I was worried at, at filming that this was going to have like the. Uh, uh, man, I'm, I, I feel bad, Joe. Don't, don't, Joe Fabiani, don't, don't listen. This has like SME syndrome. Where like I was, we were so interested to see a, a bot of that that scale yeah. scale up and think, what's it going to do with the heavyweight scale? And then it kind of peters out, you know, where you kind of realize, okay, this is this is what we what we get. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't scale yeah. up perfectly. Uh, for Horizon, I definitely worried about that after this first fight because you see it; it just it looks silly. It looks like something you would build in Robot Arena Two. You'd stick motors out on extenders, extenders and then just spin yeah. the motor in the middle. That's you know because for more damage, I guess. Uh, but it just it just didn't work out. Uh, and unfortunately, the <laughs> the one hit that Shredded Bro does get in this fight flips Horizon over. It lands on the taco, folds the taco, and the the struts that are holding it to the frame just rip out. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was meant to roll, not to land on that thing. The way uh, so... the way that this fight ends with one of the Horizon discs caught on one of these like ears at the front of Shredded Bro, and the, mm. neither because Shredded Bro hasn't got the the maneuverability because one of its wheels are shredded and Horizon can't move at all. It, it, it was kind one of those instances of like, it was a microcosm going, like, for the fight, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Trey's really like, was... I'm not going to go on stick, you guys. We're just going to end this fight. <laughs> yeah. Quite rightly, put not worth it. Put everyone out of their misery. Um, yeah. It's a shame. Both of them caused damage to each other. Um, oh, yeah. Shredded Bro had a wheel shredded, as I said, by Horizon's disc. Yeah. Horizon really had nice a disc bent quite wheel. badly. Wheel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, shredded real. <laughs> I think we can kind of call it there. Really, that was just one of the one of the fights of all time, as I said. Um, yeah. Who's next for each robot, Steve? So for each robot. So now, now that we know Horizons uh, end uh, ended <clears> this, they <laughs> now that we know who they fought and how they've ended. Uh, they're going up against 0-1 Monsoon, so they'll both be looking to improve their fortunes from the previous fight. And then Shredded Bro has to go up against uh, the uh, Dutch Crusader known as Ominous, mm. uh, who are also looking for a win. Uh, so Shredded Bro with a win now has to go back and maybe fix the, some of these teething issues that they found in the box. And now they have to go up against a bot that is really mobile. So mm. we'll see if they uh, they, they really have to they really have to figure out what went wrong in this fight, and because uh, if because if yeah. they don't, this could go one way really quickly. And uh, Evan uh, can drive the wheels off this robot. It's just gotta, you know, it's gotta be contacting the floor. The wheels off. have to move. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the issue. That is the issue. I I will yeah. say before we move on, I'm really pleased that um, these aren't just supporter fights this year. Mm -hmm. Like th this would have definitely ended up on Facebook. Yeah. And then this is an important part of the sport. We, yeah. we, we, you don't when you go to live events, you'll see fights like this where things just don't always go to the plan and you can't edit them out. Yeah. Uh, this is this is part of it, unfortunately. Uh, and I know both teams would have loved to have put on a huge spectacle, but it just didn't happen this time. Uh, now, you know, going forward, they're going to make changes and they're going to make improvements and and, and learn because that's important to do as well. Yeah. Uh, so I, I look forward to the future of both of these teams because they both have very uh, interesting designs. I mean, Shredder Bro could can hum like Minotaur, but if it could just drive, that would you, you never know. Uh, so then Horizon, you know, it's just a wacky design in general. So, I mean, I, I always look forward to see weird and wacky designs in the battle box. So I was going to say, like, you know, Will, you've, you've had 
a fight before that was highlighted. Was it Sporkadoc back in the day? Oh yeah, you do yeah. not want to see it. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, the the highlights the only part that's worth watching. <laughs> Otherwise, it, it's very similar to to these fights where it's two robots that are lumbering around. The drives aren't working. The weapons aren't working how they should. You know, it's it's frustrating to be in. It's frustrating for that to be the result that you're sharing to the world. It's mm-hmm. embarrassing. I, 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 it's... I, did, I did enjoy when the, the fight was called, like, the announcement was like, and Shredder Bro wins, and then they go to Evan, start interviewing him, and, like, the whole team just start cracking up behind him as soon as he starts, <laughs> as soon as Evan starts speaking. Yeah, we're good, man! <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Okay. What a guy. Um, I believe the time has come. Yeah. Let's talk oh, about... so cool! Thanks for the week. Oh, later. <laughs> no, no, You've done no that escape. already, Will. The there's, joke doesn't work. There's anymore. no escape. The yeah. main event for this week: Whiplash versus Hypershock. Um, before we kind of ask the uh, listener question we have for this, what was your first in, kind of initial reaction to having to fight Whiplash? Because you know the color scheme matches at least, which is nice. So, Whiplash is one of the few robots. Um, we're one of them that's been around since the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. since season one. Yeah, it was Splatter, but it's, it was Whiplash. You know, us, Witch Doctor, Whiplash, Captain Shredderator. Lockjaw, but it was different. Lockjaw in, in, a, in a form. That's kind of it. Uh, there's probably a couple I'm missing, but even Tombstone's not there this year. So we're narrowing down the the old guard of the new show. And it was just a matter of time. So I'm happy that we're finally at a point with hypershock where we stand a chance um because in, in the in the past you know driving was good you know but if the robot's no good then it's not, it's not gonna be a fun fight um we felt pretty good going into it we know we have the weapon power we know we have the speed you know we have the drive power um but definitely on our back foot from the saw blaze fight wanting some good fights knowing that if one of our remaining fights is Endgame, that's going to be frustrating and tough and you know not necessarily in our favor. So we needed to have a win in this. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to the fight in a little bit, but a question came in from George George DeLorean. I don't think I like the car, but close enough. Um, <laughs> spelled differently. It is spelled differently. Uh, how do you plan... What's the man's last name, though? It is, it is it's true. Uh, how do you plan when you will use the two-disc configuration versus the single-disc? Uh, the single has given you the most success, and Witch Doctor seems to have kind of gone that way as well. Why do you have the two and the one? What what, what kind of constitutes, um, you know, what do you choose? So, uh, in the... Well, in this season, we choose to go single disc um, for two reasons. One, if it's a horizontal spinner, because we'll use that and the, and the wedge because it's the most robust for from a side hit. Uh, I think the, the S7 discs, as thick as they are at inch and a quarter, I still don't trust them against a horizontal. So if we're going up against something that's going to side hit, it's the big disc. Uh, second, if it's a big, scary you know weapon, if we were going up against like, you know, a, a Minotaur, a Copperhead, a, a Riptide, some, something like really, really big and scary, I'm going to also go with the, the big disc. A single disc because i want the robustness the the you know the stiffness the the durability in the weapon everybody else gets some kind of double disc now um the the thicker double discs are a little bit heavier so we're actually going to get bigger hits um you know more energy transfer uh, i like having the width of hit zone if you will 
Um, so it's a little bit easier to, to hit folks, um, more likely to get a bite in. Uh, it looks cool. It's different. Uh, it's not just another end game. Um, style yeah. points. Yeah, style points. Quite right, too. To the fight itself, um, talk us through it. I mean, at the start, it looks like you were... I mean, as soon as you got turned over, I just thought, oh my god, like, is, like, is Whiplash just going to keep you down like yeah. a la P1 did last year and like, keep you upside mm-hmm. down the whole fight? Uh, and I think a small... A, a very a small and rare Matt Vasquez driving error opened the mm-hmm. door for you. <laughs> Talk us through it. So yeah, uh, every well, in this fight in particular, and it was similar in the P1 fight. I know that I'm not in immediate danger of getting, you know, the butt of the robot obliterated. So my focus is get away, create some space, and try to flip the thing over. So in a lot of ways, I've become quite fond of the shelf because it's a safe space to run away to and Mm -hmm. collect myself and come up with a plan um and sometimes it might flip you over so i'm running over to the 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 shelf we're trying to figure out what's going on you'll notice the weapon isn't running what i Mm -hmm. think happened is that one spear fork on the lifter arm of of whiplash when we did have that engagement i think it caught the the chain and it broke the chain and it was bound up in the weapon so we couldn't not spend the, the the weapon at the time at some point on the shelf or getting off of the shelf that chain falls out yeah and uh you know we engage whiplash because we've got to be aggressive and if we push into him maybe we'll get flipped over again and then we notice the chains hanging out over by the shelf is <laughs> i told kyle spin the weapon spin the weapon and so he spins it up and all of a sudden now we're back in business because we, we've learned that as long as the weapon's spinning upside down is a pretty scary orientation for hypershock too because you can flip yourself back over and you're hitting down and kind of doing the quantum trick just a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so, so the weapon's spinning and got a hit in and Alex was trying to help me. Um, yeah. She was very pantomime and trying to like, this is how you do it. <laughs> just do <laughs> it. Helpful. <laughs> just, just do it. Um, <laughs> she embodies Shia LaBeouf for a second. And, um, <laughs> So uh, so I'm trying to do that, and Whiplash gets under us, trying to be aggressive and controlling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was enough, combined with the hit, you know, with our little gyro kick and, you know, the weapon, it just barely tips us over. And then Yeah, it catches everything. one of the bunny ears. One of his wheels, uh, I think one of the bunny ears just gets caught behind one of the front wheels, and that, that also helps you kind of kind of just keel you over just a little bit just to get you back upright and then yep. from there. That was all I needed. And then, <laughs> no yeah. kidding, that was all you needed. And then from after then, that, we, oi. Then from there, we went back to 2018, and things were being gutted. <laughs> but not you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice change. If you live long enough, you become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that 20 seconds was like prime, you know, golden bolt hypershock from last year, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think. I did the same mistake again. Sawblaze here is the, starting the fight worried about their forks and, oh, they're going to get under me and everything's going to be bad. Wherein if I had just ignored it and went straight in, probably would have been just fine. Um, mm. But in doing the, the dance and uh, trying to back out of their forks, that's what flipped me, over, flipped me over in the first place. So once I was back right side up, just going straight into them worked just fine. Um, and yeah, you know, hit after hit after hit and just... 
continuing through and even when we got stuck under the under the that wall, was a scary moment you oh throw whiplash me. To, to the pulverizer and you're like oh no uh, yeah so luckily julia was on on hammer and she held it down i didn't even realize this until afterwards and mm-hmm. we were re-watching footage she held whiplash down long enough for me to wiggle around mm-hmm. and then she catches like the front left wheel and whiplash is just was... they, they have nowhere to go chef's kiss it was great <laughs> uh just long enough and then yeah and then more hits and more hits and all of a sudden jeff's like all right we're done and I'm like oh oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're done like I've, i mean whiplash is a is notorious for being a brick and being something that is just hard to kill and like twice this season now and i know they we'll get to it in a little bit but like twice this season they've just been literally like guts ripped out and spewed across the battle box it's it's a it's quite graphic for for them and i i do feel so bad for them because as i said they're used to being the ones that are like the the rock against the scissors and they're just yeah it's just not happening for them at the moment is it I think that worked incredibly well against horizontals and, you know, thinking about the way that matches are going now, you know, we get a hit and then they're up in the air and they're tumbling around and then they get hit again where they aren't, they aren't prioritizing their armor. Mm. And when it's up against tombstone, yeah, they, they, they get a massive hit, but it's up against the front wedge. They get thrown into opposite corners. They have an opportunity to, you know, recombobulate themselves and go in for a, another targeted hit. With the with the forks and the vertical spinners as they are now, you don't have the gap in time where you can reposition your armored side again. Mm. So that's how Whiplash, who would otherwise never get hit in the back, gets obliterated by by Mad Catter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, obviously, the I think it's also struggling still with their brushless. I think um, you know yeah, the, the fact they... that had issues with the they they had issues with all of their brushless in the first but they managed to sort everything except for the the spinner mm-hmm. and then the spinner let them down again in this one as well it just a, it, something weird wasn't working out for them so um we we went and spoke to this uh went and spoke to matt and did uh back to the pits episode with him mm-hmm. in which he said um jeff vasquez was going to go away and um, yep divide and conquer weapon, basically <laughs> yeah and uh, and and yeah, they would put the rest of the robot back together while while Papa Vasquez fixed fixed up the uh, the old spinner. Mm-hmm. Um, is a win, Will? Yes. Was it relief? Uh, the question is, was it a question? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Aiden muted on Discord asked, mm-hmm. uh, "How did you feel after getting that first win of the season?" Oh, much better. Um, you certainly don't want to start a season zero and two. Um, even at this level, it, it doesn't give you any confidence, especially going into more difficult matches. Um, so getting the win made us feel better, reminded us, yes, it's still the same for robot. It can still dish out the damage. It's just about strategy and driving. Um, and it's against Whiplash, who's a, a serious contender. You know, they're, yeah. they're what, number seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Or number nine? We're, we're right next to each other, basically the same ranking. So, um, so comparable ranking... Um, you know, former runner-up, been around forever, well-driven. So yeah, it was, it was a good confidence boost. Yeah, I I, I want to note. I want to see if we can bring this up. If not, we can cut this, Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do have some behind-the-scenes kind of information. Like, uh, not to take anything away from your uh, from your win, Will, but there was definitely some behind-the-scenes. Uh, Absolutely, things happened. Uh, yeah, they were they were they were struggling. You know, they were down some folks. They didn't have the the. You know, the num the personnel 
to, to get everything running. They were mm-hmm. struggling with brushless. And then, yeah, what, what else you got? Yeah, Jevin, do you have the timeline of exactly what happened? Because it's fuzzy to me. I think it was close-ish to the fight where Matty, in trying to get the robot back together, then sustains an injury. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. forgotten about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's you know, obviously as well, like, even if he has an injury, like it's going to obviously affect him a little bit. Driving as well. Exactly. Yeah. So the injury is on his hand. I'm also yes. on his hand. <laughs> yeah. So and, uh, is, might explain is, the dri- the small driving error, which again, yeah, yeah. again, very so rare. Like you know, we ne- very rarely see exactly. It. So yeah. I hear Mama, Mama Bales might have helped to patch him <laughs> back together again. Yeah. <laughs> what a queen! Yeah, patched him up together after the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tactics being played. <laughs> yeah. No, of course not. Um, let's talk about Whitflash's next fight, which. Is their third fight? It doesn't yes. get easier. It really doesn't it's... get easier for Whiplash. Breathe the team. Yeah. So well, their next fight is up against. Let me double check this. I want to make sure I got this right. Yeah, it's up against Monsoon, but it's yeah. not for a while. Uh, no. So Monsoon, yeah, Monsoon's next fight would be up against uh, Horizon. Horizon. So, yeah. So th- yeah, th- this is where the schedule starts to get a little, little, little choppy. This was on. Yeah. I think a lot of the fights from this episode were in like filming block three and then this mm-hmm. was in filming block four along with mm-hmm. malice emulsifier yeah um in what we coined as the greatest night of robot combat ever it was wonderful um, it was just wonderful and, and that night continues into the next following weeks as well because there's some phenomenal fights coming up that were in that one filming session yeah and then uh hypershock has well, uh well let's we- see <laughs> Next Let's for Hypershock, we've got two the fights left. new team. Yeah, what about them? <laughs> Endgame <laughs> and Claw Viper. Um, yeah. Obviously, the selection committee really, really want to drive home this. Uh, oh, can they beat them this time? Oh, this, this huh? is your... It's an odd season. Better scrum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's your second fight with Endgame. Second fight? Third yeah. fight? Second fight. Second um, fight, yeah. How did you feel going into it this time? Obviously, the last time you fought was the 2020 season which yeah that wasn't is, much of a fight is it is it more, fair to more say, target practice yeah odd, odd season well <laughs> there's that but is it fair to say yeah. that that season's hypershock was probably more compromised than most yes uh this is going into this fight hypershock's the best it's ever been um end game is still is it, is a force to be reckoned with so um Orange Bite Force is terrifying. Um, <laughs> and they've got all sorts of ridiculous fork schemes. And we don't. We don't. Um, no. So we, we don't really know what they're going to run. We were. You know, do you run the single disc? Do you run the double disc? What do we do? What are they scared of? Um, they don't like it when we keep taking chunks out of their weapon. So, um, so that was that. in our favor. Yeah, so they didn't really want to go, you know, head on. But I didn't feel like we were going to win any, you know, head on fights because of you know ground game here. And um, do we have a chance? Best chance we've ever had. Um, but it's still end game. But it's end game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as for Claw Viper, the the two speed demons. I mean, that must have been at least a little bit exciting to see. You know, two very zippy robots in the arena together. That that that's a very fun match. I'm very excited for everyone to see it, um, and I was excited for it. Uh, and albeit, <laughs> it's it's unfair to say, but Claw Viper was going to be our 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 cupcake, our our, our easy fight. Yeah. And as we get to that fight, it becomes less and less apparent that it's our easy fight. 
Mm-hmm. So read into that what you will, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fair to say, you know, Claw Viper this season is obviously a big improvement, and you know, mm. we'll, we'll, it's so know. quick. Yeah, that's what and I mean. It's like, so darty and dominant. Like normally, you are the guys like running rings around your opponent. I mean, there's the great, there's the great bit when you're like you are being chased by Witch Doctor in the Golden Bolt fight last year, and then suddenly you're chasing Witch Doctor. Yeah, it's, you just it's, catch up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very sudden. It's like, oh, oh, wait, no, this is wait, no, chasing, no, 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 who's chasing who here? You know. So maybe, maybe you've met your match. Who knows? This is you know, this is going to be an interesting one to kind of call. At least they're not going to damage you like badly. That's the right, point. but if our number one problem going into this is being flipped over and mm-hmm. someone pushing us around, this is that's the that's hard that's thing fine. to fight. That's fine. <laughs> you know, yeah. you'd, you'd rather have that than get written off by Endgame, let's say. So, mm-hmm. well, we were very oh, impressed yeah. with their first their first fight. So, yes. looking forward to their next their next three fights. I mean, yours included, because if they can if they can do what they did against Dominus against the rest of the rest of the field, uh, good luck. Uh, I look forward to watching the rest of their fights. I think yeah. they're fighting Ribot next week, which will be an interesting yeah. one. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. But that, I mean, yeah. that'll be that'll be the real proving factor if they can really carry Exit. over what they yeah. what the, their their fight from from Ominous. I mean, look yeah. out. Definitely, we'll, we'll get we'll, see. To, we'll get to that next week. We'll get to that next week. But in the meantime, that is it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a couple of. Well, we have one more question. One Just more. One more. Uh, and it's well, really two. Well. We, we, we yeah, did one of them. We did half of one of them. So Aiden Muted once again on Discord asks, uh, do you think you are one of the most destructive spinners out oh, yeah. there? Yeah. I mean, the, the bolt says so. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the same robot. So. The bolt don't lie. Uh, certainly one of them. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. We're one of them. Yeah. That's, that was the easy one. Mm-hmm. The slightly harder one is from Shaiken from Discord, who asks, will... What is your favorite piece of memorabilia you've ever got from an opponent that you fought? Oh. See, we asked the deep questions here. This is this is what it's I, all about. I don't know. Or can you not talk about it yet? Is that... uh, let's see. Now, can I talk about it? Uh, which, which What's my favorite? There, there's, a, there's a couple of pieces that we're, we're quite proud of. I think one of my favorite is from Bite Force. Because... Um, mm. We obviously lost, <laughs> but in the season four fight when we were upside down and we hit their chain guard, it totally ruined this super nice, very complicated, expensive looking machine part uh, mm-hmm. that he did not have a whole lot of, um, but it just destroyed it. And it was, it's a lovely piece. Um, and so it, it just goes to show you that even bite force can take damage. And that was nice to see. Absolutely, it can. We've got one more question, Sam, actually. It's from Steve. This was from this Steve. This from me. Yeah, Steve, Steve the American, American Killjoy, Killjoy on Twitter, um, <laughs> oh, who asks... Up and coming. Oh, uh, well. Does Max plan to bring Mohawk or a different robot to Destructathon? Max has been talking about a Mohawk for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a reprise of Mohawk. Mm-hmm. I, I think we both agree that it needs to be at quantum level. Mm-hmm. I think there's room for another crusher. Sure, uh, CFR mentioned Quantum's the best crusher because they're the only crusher. They're also very good, but yes. <laughs> they're the only one. They're mm-hmm. the only uh, you know standout. Kraken's um, not given up, but you know they've got changed pack yeah. and and yeah. gone the kinetic route. So I'd love to see another um, non-kinetic energy weapon doing some real damage, um, and he would love to do it. But it's always about time 
resources Effort, you know money, conning folks yeah. into doing it yeah. uh so is that what you do will is that your secret yes <laughs> not a secret that was literally said in 2019 um, i sucker them in with marriage um, <laughs> i hope she's not still in the room oh she is she's not. <laughs> did you get a big glare then as well i, I got a smirk um <laughs> But yeah, so I think that's the biggest challenge for any team uh, and trying to, to build a new robot is getting the time, getting the, the, the people to build it and, and the resources. Um, but luckily with the, the way that the live show's going, um, you will be able to just show up with a robot. That's that's the plan anyway. Yeah. Um, so you will be able to try some things new and you don't have to figure out all all your, your gremlins in At your first bots. fight yeah. on BattleBots, Shredder Pro. <laughs> Bless them. Also, if you're in, the, once again, I'm gonna, we're going to say it one more time. If you're in the Vegas area, uh, coming support up, support the show. Uh, support <laughs> yeah. the show. Get tickets. Yes, They're still please. on sale. Uh, just go to battlebots.com/tickets and just go have fun. Uh, it's it's going to be a good time. We were there. I really, uh, the I, I've been so. looking at the website and seeing like the the seating setup of everything, and you can get like a ringside seat right at table, the table. Of four, literally sat How next bougie. to the box. It's so fancy. <laughs> I love it. And there's a cocktail bar. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. That, that, that was an excuse. Um, they, they hired the bartender already. I will say so this podcast is not sponsored by BattleBots, but if they want to no. sponsor us, they can do. Um, yep. Will, honestly, <laughs> thank you so much as always for your time. It's it's always really just great to have you on because you just you have so much energy for it. It, it, it just like, you just exude love for the sport, right? Like it's just it's just your thing. Well, that's the thing about addictions. You know, you can't really tell the difference between love and <laughs> is, it, is it Stockholm syndrome, really? Like, is... uh, yeah, it certainly has been in previous seasons, but this season by far was the most fun I've ever had. So happy Good. to be on. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, we're gonna go back, go back and watch Norwalk right now because that's that'll be, that dates well, when we're finished. Oh yeah, it's right now. I was gonna say we actually had a question as well. <laughs> I do want to ask it before we finally wrap up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered taking anything up to Norwalk, Will? We actually did have a question about that. I'm, I mean, yeah. Um, CFOR mentioned thing. time, resources, sanity. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, it's it's a you know three hour flight to Connecticut. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to. There's a lot of seriously competitive people building new robots for that. So it'd be it'd be fun to go to to Norwalk. Mm-hmm. There you we'll go. See. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll leave that on on that bit of suspense and mystery, but um. Thank you very much for your time, as always. And uh, yeah, okay. I've been Seven Lit Sixty Four. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I've been World of Woodrow. I've been Will. I oh, was smooth as you like. Look at that. It's, it's <laughs> almost as if he's been on before. And, uh, <laughs> the three of us will see you next week for more BattleBots action. We'll see you then. <laughs>